This is the Built on Rock podcast, and this is like parents, family edition. This is something new that we've not necessarily done before that we're going to try and do between now and the summer at least, uh, until we figure out the best way to do it. Because we've not done it before, um, it could be a little bit loose. We expect a bit of grace. What we hope to do in this sort of short podcast is let you know what we've done with the children and young people, because we're going to be looking at Joseph rather than the Sermon on the Mount like the rest of the church. So it might just be helpful for you to know what it is that we've looked at, what we covered and why, so that you can then continue discussions at home. Um, There's a longer podcast episode um, that we're hoping to kind of do every week off the back of the lesson that we teach. So if you want more information, we're not going to go into loads of detail here, but there will be another episode that you can listen to uh, that will fill in all those gaps. And with Caleb, so Caleb was on Pioneers. I was doing the kids in junior church. Caleb, what was it that we looked at this week? So we were looking at Genesis chapter 37. We were focusing on the story of Joseph, how him and his family and his family's history is a bit of a mess. You've got 12 sons from four different women, You've got um, grandparents and great-grandparents who've made mistakes, and this family's kind of bearing the, the, the fruits of those mistakes. You've got Joseph, who's been quite arrogant, um, who is the youngest brother, but he's the loved brother, and he lets his brothers know that he's the loved brother. Um, or the loved son. The loved, yeah, the loved yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. And he, he has certain dreams, um, those dreams actually include him saying to his brothers that they're going to all bow down to him one day, and then he comes back with another dream and says the same thing, pretty much. So the hatred's building, there's jealousy um, in this family, um, and ultimately, his, his, 11, his 10 other brothers, because Benjamin's a little bit younger, his 10 other brothers um, conspire to kill him, yeah. um, and that's their initial instinct, to kill him, and... A few of them kind of have second thoughts, and rather than kill him, say, we'll go and throw him, throw him in a pit. The end of the story is that Joseph ends up in Egypt. He gets sold as a slave, um, and his dad, Jacob, believes that he's dead. So to, to summarise the story is just to show you how much of a mess this family is. This family is the family that God has chosen mm. to bear ultimately the saviour of the world. Yeah. So, so, we, so we started our lesson. I think you started the lesson. You said, "Did you?" I think you were in Matthew chapter one. Matthew one, yeah. yeah. Which again is the genealogy, which can sometimes look quite confusing and pointless, but it's actually so important to understanding how the Old Testament connects to the New. And you have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Judah, and eventually you're going to get to Jesus. So I think it's not only that this family's <laughs> this family's um, health is on the line throughout and whether or not their family will fall apart. It's every time you see in this story and in the weeks to come, this family being kind of on the edge of breaking apart, it's also linking to the fact that the the potential of Jesus coming is on the on the line as well. So I think you've always got to bear that in mind. It's not just some random family. It's the family that's going to lead to Jesus. Yeah. So everything's at stake. Yeah, and it's we, important to recognise that. We want the children and young people to see that the Bible is one story. It includes all of these little stories, but it's ultimately about God's desire to be with us. He loves us. He cares for us. And this is a part of that story, not just one story, and then we jump to the next one. 
we want them to see that this is obviously leading somewhere. And with that in mind then, this messy family, it's quite shocking and surprising maybe that God is willing to use such a mess, do you think? I think it is shocking and surprising, but more than that, I think it's comforting. Yeah, I think it's. I think for us, I think all, all, all of us, to some degree, to, I think all of us generally can look at our families and know the, know the skeletons in the closet, yeah. know the things that we, you know, that are messy about it, and the fact that God's not waiting for us to be ready as a family, not waiting for us to have all have it all together, the fact that again as this is to, to families of our young people and children, you you might at times feel like, where is God's plan in this? Yeah. Where is God's purpose in this? It doesn't feel like it's kind of building towards something. But this story, Jacob jo- Joseph by the end's on a, on a donkey going to Egypt, yeah. where they're going to be in 400 years of slavery eventually. And... God's still in control, even in those moments. And I think that's so important for us as families, um, as people in families that are messy, to just remember that God loves us and God wants us to be with him. God wants us to be with him despite all our messes. And he knows our messes and he loves us still. Yeah, he still has that plan, still has that desire. I think as parents, for your young people, um, being honest with them um, about your own skeletons, obviously with a bit of sort of... You know, wisdom yeah yeah applied to it there but you know to, to when you mess up be open and honest and confess say sorry yeah. um, and explain and talk through show how it was wrong not that I'm telling anyone else a parent that's got to be very very clear I just think application from this story would show us we're all a mess mm-hmm. and we all need to be reminded of that rather than I think what's dead easy to do especially with social media and stuff like that is just present the very best version of ourselves that we be, we become more and more embarrassed or ashamed if we stumble or we fall or if we have um, sin in our lives. And so, yeah, I think this is a good example of seeing how even God's people, the patriarchs, the famous God's people, mm. are just as messy. They, they, they are as messy as us. They just don't hide it as well as we do probably. <laughs> so there's there's uh, some hope there. I think as well, just on that, my sort of final closing point is just to remember that we're all on a journey. So Mm. the Joseph that we're introduced to here isn't the Joseph we end up with. Jacob's been on his own journey. The brothers are on their own journey. Your children and young people are growing. They're learning. They're asking questions and they're thinking stuff through. It's important to keep pointing them back to the story. Keep pointing them back to the plan that God has in the midst of their journey and growth and development to not expect them to be the finished article at every given point, but to keep guiding and pushing them in the right direction with God's word to really inform them and shape them along those lines. We good? We're good. Nice one, Steve. Well then. So, um, if, as we go through these, there is something that you think would be helpful if you would like a few questions to maybe be thinking through that you can ask your children or young people, if there are any other details that you would have liked to us like us to have covered just let us know we want these to be helpful and useful we're not doing them just for the sake of it we want you to know what your children young people have been learning about on a sunday so that you can then be speaking to them in the car uh, at the dinner table or wherever it is that you, you have a bit of time with them so that you're not left out of the loop so yeah see you next week yeah <laughs>